Hi, it's me. I didn't quit doing comedy. I didn't quit podcasting. I just uh, had to take a little break. Yeah, I was producing a fucking show, which from the exterior was a huge success on my part, at least, what I could do given the constraints and uh, elements that went into making this production. I'm really impressed with the fact that I got people to cross state lines to come to this event, which is really fucking cool. And I think it had to do with just doing something different. Uh, I would say that that was a huge part of it. Having that venue for Cruz San Diego made a tremendous impact on this event's success. We had planned very far in advance because we wanted to make it less of an issue when it comes to weather. Obviously, there's certain variables that you can't control. Weather is one of them, which is why we planned it for June, the end of June. We were talking about it in like February. It didn't rain, which is good. We had anticipated no rain. But because it was planned so far in advance, we had a couple of the comics from the original lineup back out, which you know, made it a different dynamic. Um, when the first comic dropped, I had asked another comic who has never really been kind to me, but I thought it would kind of like make us not like friends, but just, I thought you would create peace for me. Um, I don't like to be humiliated when somebody else has a microphone and I don't have one to defend myself, which, at, you know, open mics, I was made fun of by this person, Andrew Parker Davis. And I paid my comics very well, probably more than they've ever gotten for a comedy show. And I gave them the ambiance of, you know, a cruise. When the second comic backed out, I was like, let's just do the three of us, it's fine. But for some reason, it was very persistent that we needed another person, which I thought was a huge mistake because I just felt like it was a team against Shayna for some reason. Shayna the Booker, let's all not talk to her. Andrew literally said to me before the event started, don't talk to me. And I paid him a lot of money for this. Thank you, Andrew. But then he gets up on stage and does a performance and says, shout out to Shayna, the annoying one. Fuck you, man. Like, I accept you for the piece of shit that you are. If I'm annoying, that's like the least of anyone's problems. I'm not hurting anybody. Just deal with it. I'm your fucking boss for three hours. Jesus fucking Christ. Like, why would you make me look like that? on my own fucking production. And then I published it because I think that people should know. Information should be shared. So I published him being a dick to me in a public arena and he didn't like it for his image. Well, Andrew Parker Davis, if you're so concerned about your image, why don't you be a better fucking person? Huh. I know it's an interesting concept for uh, most people. But like... I don't know. I, I think that the way that I treat people is the same behind doors. I don't, I think I'm a pretty reasonable person and I do have a lot of tolerance, but that was just too far. You know, like I have boundaries and I, you know, I'm working on my self-respect. So I just published it and it was uh, received with a wrath, 
not that it would have made our relationship any different. He fucking hated me from the get-go. I gave him hundreds of dollars and he still fucking hated me. And then he talked shit about me. And he told me not to talk to him for the whole duration of the event, which made me feel very uncomfortable as a host. Like, and you can see it like on the video of like my body language. Like I look, my posture looks like I'm a fucking 97 year old with osteoporosis basically. And I think it had to do with the fact that I was feeling a little bit attacked. Uh, The cruise company, most of them were fucking fantastic. There was a little bit of stress due to some technical issues before my event happened. I felt like I was kind of used as a scapegoat when I know nothing about boats, by the way. So I also felt like I didn't have their support when it came to my content. I was very transparent with my sales, gave them an updated email list every time I got a sale with, you know, the name and the email and they I have no idea what you know their accounting was but that's fine it was it is what it is and I was grateful for the opportunity and I still am and I'm not trying to be greedy about this but um I just wish that things were reciprocal in certain business contexts and I wish that people weren't so phony like to maintain their image I wish that they just were decent people and that way their image would follow but that's usually not how it works here in America it's a very competitive and fucked up place to be which is weird I thought that comedy would be excluded from this kind of corruptness but it's it's really not I think it actually just uh, exaggerates it all to be honest like I think a lot of the dynamics in San Diego they're booking people not based on talent but based off of time in the industry and they're not doing anything like I put more work into this event than people put in their whole lives worth of comedy effort like a lot of things were a lot of thoughts were behind the scenes which is why I haven't published anything lately I really wanted to create this kind of inclusive culture with chuckleheads which is why I made the executive decision to allow the comics who I was working with to choose who gets that third spot on the show and they chose somebody named Carlos Figueroa he's a very new comic uh probably newer than me actually and personally like we don't we've never vibed before I actually don't vibe with a lot of people but that's because most people suck but you know I'm not saying Carlos sucks I'm just saying like I don't get along with a lot of people but that being said like I thought that again giving someone an opportunity, a stage, a boat, like they would be a little bit grateful. The only thing that Carlos said to me the entire evening was, are drinks included? Bro, if anything, you should buy me fucking drinks for doing this for you. You don't deserve to be on this fucking show. And he did five minutes set and I gave him a couple hundred dollars. Like, fuck you, Carlos. You're going to treat me like shit. Like he didn't want anything to do with me either. Like you can't just talk to me for a couple hours. Jesus fucking Christ, people. I'm asking so much. I'm so annoying. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Both of them, Andrew Parker Davis and Carlos Figueroa, have made the shit list and I will never work with those people again. As far as Frankie is concerned, he was the only comic from the original lineup and I appreciated his commitment to this because usually when you apply for an event or volunteer to do something, like you just fucking do it. Like, if you commit to something, just fucking do it. Why is integrity so difficult for people? Um, but 
as far as, you know, two out of three comics, I'll never work with them again. And I, I did feel like it was uh, boys against girl, boys against producer. Let's shit on her during her own fucking show that I had the privilege of getting to be on. Like, no one's doing shit like this. No one does a, a comedy cruise. Like, no one fucking does that. Give me an ounce of credit. Say good job, Jesus fucking Christ, people. Is it that hard for you to just show a little gratitude? Sorry about your image. But your image is shit. Your image is actually a reflection of your character, which is literally trash. Yeah, I'm just really tired of bullshit. Like, if you want to be a fake person, why don't you go into fucking politics, not comedy? Comedy speaks the truth, and that's exactly what I did. And that's what I'm doing right now. I know, it pisses you off, but that's why I'm, a, like, a fucking loser. Like, I, that's why I can't get anything done as far as my personal success is concerned is because I'm not a fucked up person like most people in America who are successful. The people that I did mingle with didn't have any problems with the logistics of the event. They were content and they had a good time. But as far as, like, me, I just wanted to cry and then jump off the boat for the entire duration of the evening. And it's because I felt, like, very like not good enough to be there but it was my own fucking event and it's really unfortunate that these two comics made me feel that way like that's not the kind of support that I was trying to achieve with chuckleheads that's not what I had envisioned for myself or this show and they were very clicky only talked to each other like I at least I had the audience and that's really at the end of the day that's who I do comedy for it's not for friends. I don't need to make friends. I just want to make people laugh. I've been through a lot of shit. And um, if my interpretation of some of that shit gives joy to somebody who's going through some shit, like, that's really why I do it. So um, it's worth it to me when I get those laughs. But the all of the other shit that comes with it is really unfortunate. Like, we're all fucking trying here. I don't go after you for no fucking reason. I try to be a nice person. I try to pay my comics well. But you would rather respect somebody who gives you nothing. Most people. Most people would. Like, let me work really hard for this person who does nothing for me. This Shayna paid me hundreds of dollars to be on this show. Let me treat her like garbage for the duration of the event. And after... Fuck you, people. So, this is not the end of me. This is not the end of comedy. I will trial and error be able to find decent people to work with. I think I have hope for that in the future. I will give everyone a chance based off of, you know, my personal experience with them. But, like, I wish that everyone was more open to, like, giving other people a chance you know people who you haven't ever like dealt with before just because somebody says something about this person doesn't make it true like there's one person in San Diego comedy Jim Pine literally we got in an altercation on Instagram I think and he was going after one of my really good friends Melissa and he was saying that her set resembled a TED talk and I'm like bro 
you're so stupid. How do you know what a TED Talk is? Like, ideas worth spreading. That's TED Talk for you. I don't think you've ever, like, is this an idea worth spreading? I don't think so. Why don't you work on your own set instead of stealing mine? Thanks. Um, yeah, this person says, like, he gets on stage during an open mic, explains my whole life story when I've never had a conversation with this man, and then has the audacity to be like, you're not a real comic. Fuck you, Jim Pine. You're using my life as your material. Okay, so I fucking hate him. But yeah, I've never had a conversation with him. He said his intuition gives him bad vibes. Bro, that's not your intuition. Men don't have intuition. That's your penis talking, okay? Let's use logic here. Like, men think about one thing. It's sex. That's it, okay? Like, it it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight. Like, it's a male instinctual trait that you guys have. Like, just acknowledge it. Like, if you don't acknowledge it, then you're fucked up. Like, you're messing with your own biology. Um, Women, on the other hand, have a lot of things to think about. Like, not getting raped or murdered or used or having a baby looking good like all of these factors that like you just don't even have to deal with it and you wonder why we're so fucking stressed out all the time that's why so Jim that was actually not your intuition that was your penis speaking and it's unfortunate that you know you need to spread all of this hatred about me when you don't know me Like, really? Get a fucking life, bro. Why don't you be more creative with your own material? Like, that's an idea. I had this joke. I was using it back in November. It was a very quick one-line thing. It was like, Black Fridays matter around November. Uh, Flash forward a few months later, Jim pulls this uh, really interesting story out of his ass where he went to a casino and Black Jack's matter. That's what he pulled out of his ass. Very creative. Where did you come up with that? Because I do not see any resemblance to my script. And you're going to talk shit about someone else's set? You need to stop stealing jokes or premises or whatever the fuck it is you're doing and really focus on yourself. But yeah, this is, again, another rant of mine. And, um, I'm proud of myself given the lack of support that I had throughout this event from the people who I was working with. As far as growth is concerned, I learned a lot and this is how I learned. This is my learning style is by doing, by trying and by failing. Like I, I made the wrong decisions. I put the wrong people on this show. People who are ungrateful and who are never gonna be like kind because they're not kind people. They're entitled people who think that they're better than me. Like, and you're not better than anybody. No one is. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much clout you have. Like, no one is better than anybody. No one is more deserving of anybody. And I wish that that's something that like, more people would really practice is like this like, humility, humbleness, because like, you ain't shit. In the grand scheme of things, no one knows who you are. No one's going to remember you specifically because there's so many fucking people in this world who are doing cool, unique things that it, none of it matters. Like no, nothing matters. Like we try while we're here to make a good impression on the world for our names. And if you do improve someone's life, like that's the goal, I, I would imagine. 
but I just wish that more people understood me and respected me and treated me as they treat other people and accept other people into their lives. Um, I know it seems like I'm a very social person. I have a lot of guests on my podcast, but like these are very surface value relationships and I haven't really been able to tap into something that's meaningful and sustainable for my own life. And I just kind of laugh it off, but like at the end of the day, like it, it does suck, but it is what it is. Um, I think that because I have high standards for and expectations as to how I want to be treated, I think eventually I will find the right people to surround myself with, I hope. And um, which is, I am hoping to not make that kind of exclusive circle, but like be able to evaluate people quickly, accurately, and kind of avoid these situations and experiences so that I don't have to go through more pain because it sucks. Um, but yeah, this is not the end of Chuckleheads. This is not the end of Shana Amster. Like, I'm going to be doing really cool things, and um, it was a success. I think everyone made a profit. Everyone was happy, like, except for me. Stay tuned, and thank you for not unsubscribing I will have more content for you that with less editing so that way I can keep it current I hope it does improve your life and if you are listening I hope that you're not a piece of shit and you learned something from this episode about being a better person and kinder to people behind closed doors and that's the kind of difference that I want to make in this world all right adios motherfuckers